0: talk about who's going to start this episode or what we're going to talk about. Is this so, is
1: this a that's discussing?
0: Well, there's just the two of us here, so thank God. I believe we're just as dis- oh my god.
1: Just the two of us.
0: Just kick we your feet back. back make people. It this if we not going to
1: just the two. Nothing
0: super funny is going to happen. Um
1: nothing super funny like when Vern <laughs> Troyer and Mike Myers did a just the two of us god, performance in Austin Powers 6. What are
0: we, like okay so when they're when they're putting that movie together right mm-hmm. and they're thinking about what do we want to do right here who do you <laughs> think suggests why don't we just do it just the two of us you
1: know watch? what joke is gonna stand the test of time <laughs> and in fifteen years make people say you know Austin Powers the spy who shagged me that movie holds up
0: <laughs> and what did they even do they didn't even do the Will Smith version that was. Out at the time, right? They did the original.
1: Ooh, maybe. Uh, I mean, the Will Smith. Was version there was a pretty, rap?
0: I can't. Uh, I can't remember close if there was the a rap one. in Austin
1: Powers. I no. Well, the the I first don't, one had think it was zero rap. rapping in it.
0: Sean <laughs> has Will Smith ever ever rapped? Look, I'm not gonna sit here and pretend <laughs> to not have liked. I'm the DJ. You're the rapper. I'm not. Oh yeah, I'm not sure. Going to get on my high horse, and God forbid anybody should bring up Nightmare on My Street because <laughs> you've covered that ad nauseum with your podcast buddies. Oh man, decomposition. Decomposition Pod
1: <laughs> uh, covered that for their Halloween episode, and it was it was, uh, it was a good up. Enjoyed it a lot.
0: Yeah. Um, so I'm sitting here drinking a Zima um, in 2018. <laughs> This is real. Um, this is where my life is.
1: I will say I'm, I'm not nearly man. done roasting Mike Myers.
0: <laughs> oh, the please just weave it in there. I mean, my God, we hadn't even got to love guru yet. I
1: asked this question earnestly outside of your love gurus. Your oh God, I can't even name any other like uh, other shit. But like, has Mike Myers ever been funny? And I. Outside
0: of, stop saying outside of. Mm. You don't need to qualify that statement.
1: I period. I think, uh, yeah, that's the thing, man. Like, Wayne's World is not a laugh-out-loud, hilarious movie.
0: It's now it's quite embarrassing to be super honest. I watched. Um, I watched Dana Carvey's pretty song. funny in that. I in can't both. distinguish between number one and two now.
1: Uh, I, I can answer I any question you have.
0: Which um, So they get the five thousand dollars. That's number in. two.
1: Number two. That's the number two with Christopher Walken. Okay. All right.
0: But didn't they get? Did they get some? Rob Lowe Ooh, is now, in.
1: Now I don't know. Uh, Rob Lowe was in number one.
0: <laughs> so Wayne gets some money and buys a CD player that he mounts on the dash of his car, and Tia Carrera asks him. When did you buy the CD player? And he just says, when we got the money. Which movie is that in? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I think it's number one because the plot of two is about them putting on a concert, right? Yeah, yeah. Wayne Stock. Wayne Stock. So I think that's all number one. The be- My favorite line in the entire Wayne's World series is, is when they're going to comrades? Was that the name of the yeah, yeah. Russian? Yeah, yeah, bar? that's the
1: one where, and that's there. the part where Dana Carvey's like swing, and then you know my parents just don't swing, swing. Understand that swing, <laughs> swing yes. music sh- should be played at swing the appropriate level, swing.
0: Well, as they're outside of the club and they're talking to the bouncer, they ask him who's playing tonight, <laughs> and he just says <laughs>
1: the shitty Beatles. <laughs> the shitty Beatles. They certainly do suck. <laughs> I'm not gonna you lie. Okay, okay. The Movie off I, right there. I am ready to say that Wayne's World one and two are perfectly passable movies.
0: I'm ready to say that two probably definitely is. Okay. Um, uh, Farley doing the sound check is fucking funny. Um, I forget who uh, shows up as Jim whole- Morrison. Yeah, the, the whole bit where they're talking about killing Keith Richards and the Titan, all that stuff, I remember it being funny. Yes. I don't know if I'd feel that way if I was watching it right now. Um, and also, when that bit showed up in number one with that gun rack and Mike Myers Hilarious. saying, I don't own a gun, let alone enough to necessitate an entire rack. That is a good use of language. Get the net. Outside of that.
1: Yeah. So, <laughs> one, I, I, I'm okay with that. The only other movie that I would bring up is So I Married an Axe murderer And I I can't tell that, like, I remember w- trying to watch Billy Madison a couple years ago. I'm like, wow, that was just yeah. a 12-year-old Sean thing. Like, that's not yeah. a movie that's funny at all. That's just something you can quote from. Um, having gone through this about Wayne's World 1 and 2, I think that actually is funny. Um, so I, I Married an Axe
0: murderer once Is it funny? So I Married an Axe Murderer. I don't know. I don't know. It could just be that some of those movies had to have, like, where 1 and 2 obviously have a certain level of nostalgia. Yeah. Um, but I missed So I Married an Axe Ooh. Murderer, so I'm just watching it, you know, after the fact. And it was one of those things that was on Comedy Central all the time, so I've probably never seen the entire movie from start <laughs> to finish. Yeah. But I don't ever remember laughing at it.
1: They, hmm. I think I'm I'm ready. I, I I need to give it another watch. But uh, I I just remember Nancy Travis was in it, and at the time I was I was like, oh man, she's the most attractive woman in the in the history of the world.
0: And you're like, hubba um, Hubba totally. If
1: Anthony Lapaglia wasn't in it, then an Anthony Lapaglia clone was definitely in it. I don't know
0: who that was, and as I'm trying to Google that woman from it, I've already forgotten her name. Nancy
1: Travis. <laughs> Anthony,
0: www.nancytravis.com.
1: <laughs> Anthony LaPaglia was the boss well, in Empire Records, is. if that helps at all.
0: Never saw that either. Come
1: on, dude. Mm-mm.
0: It's Guy Ritchie Day. No, Guy Fox Day. Uh-huh. Rex
1: Manning Day. Um,
0: Rex Manning Day. I've tried. Guy I mean, Ritchie like Day, where movies. we have all
1: have to watch Lockstock and Two Smoking <laughs> Barrels. <laughs>
0: Which I'm down for. I'm down for that.
1: Yeah, that's a good movie. (laughs) That's
0: actually a good movie. Um, Yeah, but Um, I bet I hate it now. I bet you I hate it now.
1: (sighs) Yeah, I just remember...
0: NancyTravis.com is for sale.
1: I remember the scene where the guy is trying to back the car up, and he like hits something, and he says in a British accent, it's a funny angle, which I really wish Creole was here to do his... Renowned British, British accent, but and I just remember somebody telling me about that part, like bringing that up after I had seen it. I'm like, oh yeah, that was a funny scene. I'm gonna remember that at parties whenever anybody Nancy ever brings it up.
0: One of the rare places where our Venn diagram of attractive overlaps.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She's she's uh, she's a, a a pretty woman.
0: Yes, that is the perfect description of her. Mm-hmm.
1: She was also in the movie Greedy with fi- Achievable. Yeah, 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 for sure. Uh, somebody that you'll actually try for.
0: like Ooh, here she is in some sort of later. Let me stop looking at this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <nice. laughs> I'm in a different state in my life where I can be, where that can be very distracting, because um, that's going to lead down a hole. Next thing you know, I'm googling uh, Kathleen Edwards blouse and then. We're off down a hole. Okay, was the funniest thing Mike Myers ever did have to stand awkwardly next to Kanye while he was
1: saying <laughs> <to George Bush laughs> the answer to that question is yes. The answer to that question is yes. <laughs> and I don't think enough people talk about that. Um, <laughs> we
0: we really we really it came about at a bad time, right? That was it was on the cusp of the wave where we only spent two, three minutes on a story at a clip. Like we would have eaten off that cow. That would have been our Clarence Thomas moment <laughs>
1: <laughs> in a different world. My God. What a, Oh my gosh. Um. Yeah. For, for all the craziness and the like just nonstop douchebaggery that happens in the world today to have Kanye West at a, at a telethon. For victims of of Hurricane Katrina. Have Mike Myers give a, like, a plea for, you know, there are X X number of tens of thousands of people living in the Superdome right now without clean water. We don't have enough blankets. We don't know when we're going to be able to, you know, search for the houses that are halfway underwater, let alone blah, 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 blah. So please give all you can. (laughs) 800-996-2467. And then Kanye West and just then, says like <laughs> George and Bush dust robot shows up. <laughs> oh.
0: <laughs> he puts on some weird visor and a, some odd sweater. And then the lights get dark and then there's there's two Kanyes somehow and the next fucking thing we know, we are off on a path of where Kanye goes crazy. God. That
1: was really the beginning of it all.
0: Man, Kanye, wow. We the whole reason I called you tonight to do this mm-hmm. was to talk about Weezer. Yeah, <laughs> which we are going to do. Sure. But maybe, the, but Kanye for me may be the same kind of thing that you are currently experiencing with Weezer. Um, I loved College Dropout. Absolutely loved it. It's thought a, it was just great record. Seminal work. Thought it was. I thought it was groundbreaking, um, and, and it, w- it was all those things, um, just for, not for the reasons that I thought it would be. I think you and I probably
1: um, just went through the same thing on Kanye, to be honest.
0: Yeah, uh, I loved it, man, and then the next one came out, I was like, uh-oh, I don't like where this is going. Yeah. but And then by the next record, I was like, anti. I had completely turned. Well,
1: so College Dropout was his first one? Yes. Okay. So that's, that's through the know, wire. That's, that's through the wire.
0: Okay. That's Jesus walks. That's mayonnaise colored binge pushing miracle whips. Yeah. Um, that's uh, all. The that's the, stuff.
1: the skit the broke by broke skits all that stuff. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So college then late register graduate late, late registration, and was that oh with Coldplay?
0: <laughs> terrible. What a terrible fucking trilogy of records. <laughs> <laughs> titles at least. Yeah, sure. Late registration. <laughs> yeah, Come on, Kanye. Well, I... he did. He did one of my like one of my cardinal sins for a rapper, um, and I will not spend a lot of time on this because this is something I will rant about. Um, but I don't like when, when a rapper whose core audience is white gets on the white people are bad train that irks me to no end um when you look out over the audience that is pay, that is there to see you and you see a see of young white faces um you don't get to play that card anymore buddy you just because that means that you've done you've made choices uh nas never had to worry about that <laughs> <laughs> not something he had to go through um most deaf didn't have to deal with that kind of thing.
1: But if you're Kanye, You've made some choices. If you're Kanye West in 2008, I'm assuming that that's the Kanye West saying white people are evil era.
0: Oh, I think I don't think he ever came out of it. Okay, after he well, yeah, in the play. beginning, <laughs> of, it, the it beginning of it, the beginning of it, the beginning
1: of it. Um, maybe not 2008. Like the K- Katrina was what 05 06. Um, yeah. I mean. Is that one of it's one of three things? And I'm, this is a honest question from a white guy to a black guy. Is that a biting the fan that biting the hand that feeds you, or biting the fan that feeds you? Literally, um, <laughs> is it just hypocrisy, or is it taking advantage of an opportunity to actually deliver that message to the people that it will affect the I- most?
0: I allow for George Bush doesn't care about black people. Mm-hmm. I think that that is a raw, in-the-moment thing. Like that, I'm, I'm discounting that. Um, I am more angry at lyrics like, he's going to leave you for a white girl, and that kind of stuff in the music itself. That was a little that weird. That is what aggravates me. Yeah, yeah, those things, ag- clearly that's going to aggravate me. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> clearly. Sure. That is something that I am not here for. Um, but just in general, it is it is that thing that that get that irks me that you you have sort of these stances that you want to maintain whatever credibility you have in in one community while you are completely serviced by the other one and then you, you and then you uh, you double down on all that by having some weird ass fashion line and marrying a Kardashian. Those are things that this is not like black righteousness.
1: I think I think my main—they p- put Lamar
0: Odom on crack.
1: <laughs> yeah, Oof. poor Lamar. Um, my, I think my main—the disconnect <clears throat> that bothers me the most—and you know, this was more than a decade apart, but for Kanye going from George Bush doesn't care about black people, which. I, I I may have cheered on that sentiment at the time, but I... Th- oh, I'm sure you did. <laughs> but I think... Oh, <laughs> well, I'm sure
0: you were in a chair. I,
1: I, I think, uh, you know, even though I've, I've probably disagreed with everything George Bush uh, George W. Bush has ever done, uh, I think that's a, a patently false thing to say. But, to, but A, to go from that to then, like, basically being... Hey, slavery buddy,
0: was kind of dope. Like, <laughs>
1: like yeah, yeah. That from from that uh, to to his remarks about slavery more than a decade later, and then cozying up to to Donald Trump, who I I I think <laughs> I think you can factually say he does not care about black people, That's, or anybody. I think yeah. the same
0: thing can be black said people, for Bush white people.
1: Uh, yeah, there's half of his kids speci- um,
0: specifically black people are way down the list on on any list of what rich white dudes may or may not care about. Yeah. Like the specifics of it. Specifically uh, and specifically yeah.
1: Donald Trump. Um
0: Yes. Yes. So uh, man, just looking at the but goddamn, I I gotta say, uh three times platinum for college dropout. Mm-hmm. Um, three times platinum for late registration. Well
1: when you two for graduate you team up with Coldplay and uh T pain at at his height. Yeah. Like, At the
0: height of all their powers, and
1: and I um, I I say this seriously, try and reach more white people. <laughs> try find a better. been
0: <laughs> teaming up with Coldplay and T Pain. Yeah,
1: like man, two thousand eight T Pain. Oh,
0: the only two thousand nine. I guess I'm on a boat. T Pain. Yeah. If it'd been American Eagle, anthropology, and Kanye West, the tour, the store, the lifestyle. That would have been the only way to reach more white. Oh people. God, I was about Kanye to ask you if West. that was an
1: actual thing that happened. <laughs> because Kanye West, yeah,
0: American Eagle, Anthropology, the tour, the show, uh oh, remix. Guess what, folks? This year in the fall, it's pumpkin spice. White people, come on down. <laughs>
1: Sponsored by Goop.
0: I don't even know what. That's so. Wide. I don't even know what it is. That's Gwyneth Paltrow's- is that right? What's her head's thing? Yeah, it's yeah. Gwyneth
1: Paltrow's uh, website. <clears throat> that gives horrible medical advice to mothers, <laughs> and really just any women, just women of all of all stripes. Dip them
0: bosoms and a little gin, the baby will love it. They won't
1: fall off. So <laughs> my, <laughs> but it
0: does hurt. It hurts us when when a when someone that is extremely talented um, goes down a path that we either reluctantly follow. Or cannot follow. Of course. Luckily, in my life, the man with the golden ear, the hit maker, the heartbreaker, <laughs> um, I have not had too many of those in my life. I'm trying to think if there's a big one. Like Kanye, Kanye, I can't consider a big one because I was essentially out after the first record.
1: Man, um, if, if 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 I can if I can trace my own Kanye.
0: Oh go Please You love it You still love it
1: No 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 Definitely not uh, Yay Ye- and Life of Pablo I can't get into And I'm trying to remember I think Jesus. You
0: don't like Sounds like a robot um, No I don't even know what that is Is that in the alphabet? No
1: I, I haven't even like tried um, In fact It's and, like
0: you called a robot To do tech support
1: <laughs> And actually this This will tie to Weezer Because I think actually His Rick Rubin produced albums Are the worst that that he's done, unless Ruben did the Ooh. earlier ones too. But I will say, I would assume he did them. Kanye did them. Mm-hmm.
0: I think that's. I think we're getting to the heart of the melt. Is and I'm for the record. I don't know what that saying means. It comes from a tragically hip song. Oh, I love them. N- so. Never heard it once. Uh, <laughs> no, it's probably uniquely Canadian. I
1: I I'm gonna say, and this is. This should not surprise you at all. My two favorite Kanye records are "808s and Heartbreak" and "My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy." Yeah,
0: that's you were the target audience, buddy. Um, You were the target audience,
1: and I usually don't don't go for stuff like that. But uh, but you know, there are like in college dropout, graduation, and late registration, like there there are tracks that I will go to. But you know, I'm gonna. I'm gonna skip over a lot of those, but
0: so Rick Rubin started with Jesus.
1: Yeah, see, I I don't like the, but I get and I
0: life of Pablo. You are you are our Kanye expert.
1: I gave Jesus a shot, but I wait. Was Jesus the one with? Oh God, what is it called? I can't even remember anymore.
0: I'm going to help you as soon as I get to the track listing.
1: 20th wow, century psycho dude.
0: 20th <laughs> century do some stuff. No one man should have all that power.
1: Power. That's a, That's What's it.
0: the name of that power? No, that is not you. Ye- that's Ye- on Jesus's Twisted Fantasy. Black Skinhead. I don't know any of these songs. Oh, my God. Just All right. So let's just walk down the track, the names. Please. On site. All right. Nothing wrong with that. Black Skinhead. Okay. <laughs> Here we go. I am God. Sure. New Slaves. Oh, boy. And then you get Hold My Liquor. I'm in it. Blood on the Leaves. And God so help you, if Blood on the Leaves is anything to do with Blood on the Tracks, I'll fight it. <laughs> I'll fight it. There's no Kilt way. Chip, send it up, bound to. <laughs> I love how some of these songs don't even have Wikipedia entries. Yeah. I didn't even know he worked with Rick Rubin. But Rick Rubin as a producer is...
1: He fell off, too. Uh, Talk about somebody who... Actually, Rick Rubin is the... Uh, if we're talking about Kanye and Weezer being representatives of people who we at least think fell off, Rick Rubin is definitely the producer equivalent of that.
0: Well, I mean... All right. Well, all right. Let's go. Let's go down the road. The Beastie Boys stuff. It's not for me. I'm not. It's it's not bad. Fucking Rick O'Kasek in anyway. the Cars. Let's not. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I'm into it. Uh, the I'm Black into Crows, it. Black Crows. Uh huh. He discovered the Black Crows. Mm-hmm. Did want to name them the Cobb County Crows along yeah. with Case. Yeah, yeah. Which I'm not mad at. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but but you know, uh, Rick Rubin also. Rick Rubin Did at back the time financially Jim Cornette Smoky Mountain wrestling big uh, fan of that well
1: there you go <laughs> Rick Rubin at the time just seemed, with the Cobb County crows he seems to be like the kind of guy at the time that's like let's just put it out there man and put it in people's yes. faces and just yes. and just put it in their faces. and, and let, let them deal, deal with it yeah exactly <laughs> i forget i forget what what i'm referencing i don't think it's a mr I, show but um, uh, the, the, it would not surprise me just
0: if we could get to a Mister Showskit in a couple of moves. Oh from God! It. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know what it's from either. But I definitely know exactly what. You're Six degrees
1: about. of that's disgusting. Uh,
0: but I mean, you know, Rick Rubin made his hay as far as being deified with the Johnny Cash records.
1: Yes. And yeah. Which again, I don't have a bad still thing on board. To say about those still, records. no, no, um, not at all. But I mean, he made but, he made an early Beck like a song from Beck's first from one of Beck's first two albums, like uh, pre-Loser albums, uh, good. We're talking Mellow Gold. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, no, this was pre-Mellow Gold. There was a song called Robo on either Stereopathic Soul Manure or One Foot in the Grave. The fact
0: that you know any record of Beck (laughs) before Mellow Gold is... Woo, deep into the pool, baby. Deep
1: (laughs) in. That is the kind of content we deliver to... (laughs)
0: I mean, that's probably worth four or five Thetans falling off right there. I'm
1: telling you, I'm telling
0: you. Uh, but yeah, but with the with the with the cash stuff, all Reuben. I mean, I, I don't want to minimize it, but mm-hmm. one of the advantages he had in that was a Johnny Cash.
1: Yeah. B Johnny Cash dying. He
0: just got to pick every good song that he wanted Johnny Cash to sing. Yeah. That whole fucking thing is just the greatest hits of everybody else's stuff, or. Great stuff that you know didn't quite get the recognition that it needed, and like you just said, Cash had the the gentlemanly uh, uh, aplomb to just make hurt and then die.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> what the- a fucking move! What a power move! Mm, I'm doing fucking total total non cuck move. So my, so there there is a difference between, and I'm not telling you this; I'm just bringing it up. Between being a movie producer and a music producer, and I first really came into cognizance of what a producer period was when I was watching the Fifth Element. No, 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 Man on the Moon. Two very different movies. Um, and <laughs> and I saw. I was having a conversation with somebody. Um, uh, one of our Patreons, actually, Jeff, guys, uh, dur- while we were watching The Fifth Element, uh, about Michael Stutt being a producer on Man on the Moon. Yeah. And I was like, what does that mean? I was like, ah, oh, you know, he gives them, he gives, he, like, you know, finances play. it. And, yeah, you know, th- they'll come yeah. to him with a couple questions and make him happy. Mm-hmm. So, I think that being a movie producer is a lot different than, and having connections and bullshit like that. But... That's yeah. a lot different than being a record producer, where you're actually. Well, it it can be, but it, it can be different, of course. Um, but
0: you I, know, I, I, th- Suge Knight produced all those Death Row records, and Suge was not on the turntable; he's not manning the studio. Yeah, I think he was executive producer. So I mean, I think yes, I, th- but-
1: I think Rick Rubin was manning the studio in his early years, and maybe the Cash. Uh, what, what was it called? An American story, an American ma-
0: American uh, American one. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, it turned out good for him and Cash and and us, but but that I but I think that was the beginning of him is... being a movie producer.
0: Yeah, I think you're right, and I think Kanye made that mistake too because he made his. The reason Kanye made a record in the first place was his production is astonishing. He is a stellar producer. Yes, um, and then you start looking at the you, know, you start looking at the tracks, and he got away from producing all of them by himself. Yeah, which you know those things are always collaborations, and I'm sure that he had a lot to do with it. But of course, motherfucker, you're good enough on your own, dude. I mean, that first record is the is tight. It's it's shored up. You it was your sounds that made that got Jay Z over to the lyric level that he was. Don't let anybody else get in your kitchen Yeah And I think that's, that's a lot of times When you see the fall off happen That always plays a part in it Is Where do you record How do you record And who do you record with Like ACDC right mm-hmm. They went to Mutt Lang for every record Oh just about. that
1: son of a bitch And so,
0: <laughs> Cause he married Shania no, Twain No cause he
1: cheated on Shania Twain
0: Look, <laughs> don't you cheat on
1: my sweet baby Shania?
0: But like you know, and so for that, every record sounded exactly alike, which for them kind of worked.
1: You know, they had a thing. Um, yeah, you know, bounce around. <laughs> I just imagine AC/DC yeah. like making, like trying to be creative about something, and like just having a.
0: Uh, m- why don't we put some bad? You guys don't want to work with a symphony? (laughs) God. Yeah. To the point where those fuckers don't even change their set list. Nope. It's the same 25 songs for as many years. (laughs) How do you not get bored as shit?
1: Across like three Uh, singers, too. Well, just the two. Uh, I thought they had a new one now. I could be oh. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. I'm probably uh, wrong.
0: Malcolm their guitarist died. Malcolm died.
1: Oh. Okay.
0: Not the one you know the other one.
1: <laughs> Bonscott's dead, right?
0: Bonscott dead a long time ago.
1: Angus is the schoolboy.
0: Angus is the school you got it, buddy. Okay. Let's not go any further than that because then I don't know anymore. <laughs> Malcolm, his brother, was the rhythm guitarist. Okay. He is no longer with us. All right, let's get to the old topic de jure.
1: Sean's favorite band. Former, former, former.
0: Still is. He loves
1: them. Nah, Um, dog. Nah, dog. Not even top five. Not even top five. Talk to me
0: about... Tell me all the good memories you have about a little old band run by the name of Weezer.
1: Man, I remember... I remember for my god uh probably 12th birthday i imagine because the blue album came out in 94 i think um i i you know i got the blue album and it was the height of buddy holly and the sweater song being on mtv nonstop, and i just remember you know at, at that point that's when you're like you're bummed that lyrics aren't in the liner notes um you know that you are uh, trying to learn the words to every song, and I, you know, I, I played that CD nonstop. I had what I guess may have been called a boombox, perhaps, but uh, yeah, just just listen to that over and over and over and over and over again, and just just goddamn loved it. And um, you know, I remember uh, like you know a couple a couple down parts in in the actual. In, in the track listing, I, I think uh, I initially didn't like Holiday, which I think is number nine, um, but the 10th track, Only in Dreams, is an eight-plus-minute song, and at a time in my life where I got bored of songs that either had longer than a 30-second intro before the lead singer started singing, or if a song was more than five minutes long, I was just turned off by the music and only in dreams is i still to this day will say that that is one of the most perfectly musically arranged songs ever written um musically one of the most perfect songs ever arranged i should say um but I remember when I, uh, the first time I saw Weezer in concert, they didn't play only in Dreams and I was like, oh fuck, I'm so depressed. <laughs> and then they, and then they, they, they came, it was at the, is there a place called the Municipal Auditorium in Nashville or am I remembering that wrong? Yep. Okay. It is. And they. It's uh, best
0: show I ever saw, I saw
1: there. Uh, was it Weezer Were we at the same concert?
0: <laughs> no, it was not. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, we, uh and they, they came out for an encore and they played like some song from, I think they were supporting the green album at the time. And uh, then they ended with only in dreams. And it was like, you know, a 10 minute version of an eight minute song. So it wasn't that, you know, uh, indulgent or whatever. Then at the end, like this confetti came flying from the ceiling and I was just scooping up handfuls, stuffing it in my pockets. I still have like a Ziploc baggie, of that confetti. That's how much I goddamn love that song, and I will, I will like. If if you can tell, I've gotten kind of like nervous and self-aware as I'm describing how much I love this song. I fucking love that song. One of my friends' mothers described that song as orgasmic when I was like 16, which was kind of weird and also kind of awesome.
0: <laughs> you should have been trying to.
1: <laughs> and I'm like Patsy.
0: Should have been trying to I f- Happy Birthday Tommy 2, that shit <laughs> <laughs> I
1: feel like we should have a, t- a chaperone I need an adult Um, But yeah, and then, you know, uh, Pinkerton came out two years later
0: See, I'm so, you know, so out of the Weezer Thing that I always thought Pinkerton was first Mm-mm. And that, you know, everybody kind of went back and listened to that record So that... That changes everything. That
1: makes sense because I think Pinkerton. So I could be remembering this wrong, but I think the Blue Album was originally supposed to be uh, released as a double album. And then the label's like, you got to be out of your fucking mind. Like, you're a new band. Why are we giving it all? Like, why, why
0: are you milking the cow? Yeah. Why are we giving it fucking. Why are we marrying buying the cow if we can get the milk for free here, boys? What are we doing?
1: <laughs> and so they put a lot of the quote unquote B sides of the blue album on Pinkerton and Pinkerton is such a weird non, but kind of a concept album. Um, yeah. Of like Madam Butterfly, which I still don't see just because there's a name, a song, but I mean, name there's Butterfly. a song called Butterfly, but, <laughs> and it's called Pinkerton, but they, they like, um, that's really the real Weezer lyrically and musically, I think. and, I I to this day will go back and just search for the video for El Scorcho which is That's I think one of, best, one of the best one of the best videos ever
0: about the video Oh my god Scorcho. it's so fucking
1: good it's so good what what did I mention it on last week or was it just on a phone call to I think it was just you?
0: a conversation you well, called me specifically to tell oh, me about El Scorcho Well
1: I stand by it I stand by that phone call you know what I stand by that phone call <laughs> it's so good It's so good a, a pre-rentals era Matt Sharp Who's the bassist um, Yeah, okay So so
0: Weezer Well there is a direct line from El Scorcho To Modest Mouse There's just no getting around it
1: Oh yeah, um, for sure
0: Which they were Which, hell, Modest Mouse was probably making records then And it could be the The line could go from Modest Mouse to El Scorcho I'm not I'm not here to weigh in on that, but sure. um, it is a very Isaac Brock sounding guitar lick. Oh yeah, um, it's all those things. But it's uh, so. Here's here's what I here's the thing I want to know is there was a distinct sound to both of the records we've mentioned. They sounded like Weezer records. They didn't sound like. Um, they didn't sound like rock records. They didn't sound like metal records. None of that. They sounded like Weezer. When did they get away from that?
1: Uh, I think with the with the Green album because. So a little uh, a little history about <laughs> about the uh, what happened was Blue album was ninety four Pinkerton was ninety six and then all of a sudden. You don't hear anything from Weezer. Rivers Cuomo, the lead singer, went to... either went to or went back to Harvard and basically got super fucking depressed when no one asked for his autograph. <laughs> and, what? like, you know... <laughs> I imagine
0: you at Harvard! You're <laughs> at Harvard! Those nerds ain't got time
1: to listen to no music! <laughs> and I imagine just, like, you know, uh, spray-painted a bunch of hundred... Uh, dollar bills black and like put a, put them <laughs> over his windows and uh, moved on with his life and he just wasn't recording music and then no no one heard from him or you know uh, the the other the other guys in the band um, you know th- that's when Matt Sharp started the rentals uh, Patrick Wilson I, I don't know what he did for four or five years he's the drummer um, Brian Bell same story but and then like '98, you start hearing like rumblings that they're playing like surprise shows in New York or California, wherever. And they, then you just hear one day that they that they're coming out with uh, the Green album, which is their. I, I think I want to say that was Two thousand
0: one. one,
1: two thousand one, yeah so they they come out with that and i think that because die 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 hard fans oh yeah 2001 so that that came out a week before i graduated high school um and
0: 28 minutes this record is
1: yes yes
0: not even a half hour so there was certainly no eight minute orgasmic um no, no epic at the end of this baby.
1: So the Weezer the Weezer album is yeah, it's it it's like <laughs> it's slightly longer than a Say by the Bell episode without commercials. <laughs> um I think Die Hard fans were so thirsty that they were just like yeah. they wanted anything. Y'all were
0: so thirsty that you liked Hashpipe, which I still blame Ooh, you
1: for. Nope, nope nope nope. Hashpipe <laughs> is the best song in that record and one of their best songs.
0: Well, no Island of the son's bad definitely the best song on that record. Um hashpipe when i first when i first heard hashpipe i was like oh nope i'm done with this band forever.
1: Really? I don't
0: get it. No, oh, yeah, I hated it. Hated it from day one. And you still do. I hate everything about it. Still do. Still hate that song and everything about it. Wow. Just, I think it's awful. Um I think it coming off those last two records, I thought it just didn't hold up. It felt trite and easy. It, it, it just didn't, I was just like, no, this, there's something. I, and I didn't know any of that history you just laid out. And I was clearly behind the eight because I remember Buddy Holly being on TV, but I was just waiting around for you know the Dre Day video at that point or whatever yeah. lines up hip hop wise. So I didn't have, I, I missed, I, I, it didn't reach me early. So I had to go back and get it because guess what? That's what them white girls was liking. (laughs) Um, So I had to go back, you know, when I started getting into rock music, I had to go catch up. Um, And I remember um, somebody playing Pinkerton for me like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I dig it. I see what they're doing here. I dig this. Um, And then Hashpipe happens. I'm like, oh, they lost it. See, it felt like they were it felt like they had gotten rich, which I don't believe that to be the case but it felt like, oh, this is the record you make after you're no longer riding in the van When all of you have tour buses <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, no, I, I think Hashpipe is probably the closest song on the Green Album to Pinkerton Just because it's so weird, you have a driving bass um,
0: Yeah, that's the problem it, it, it would have been better if Hashpipe sounded nothing like the old stuff So okay. you don't draw the comparison Yeah,
1: no, that makes sense um,
0: It's 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 knockoff Pinkerton. Yeah, it's it's what I would expect some forty one to do if they were trying to be oh, in a Weasel cover band.
1: <laughs> um, I'm sure they have they have covered that band uh, that song live. <laughs> yeah, so you know tw- 28 minutes and I I, I think it's like twenty eight minutes and like thirty seconds or something like that, and it's just like it is not any record shorter than Come Pilgrim is not a record. <laughs> It's so. it's it's nine love songs and and hash pipe and, and hash pipe <laughs> and that's all it is and um I mean it had some catchy lines it had some whoa whoa woes it had some I yeah 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 it is
0: not shorter than Come On Pilgrim uh, for the record <laughs> it is not shorter than Come On how, Pilgrim. Sh- how long is Come On Pilgrim twenty fucking minutes mm. <laughs> however. It's a hard hitting twenty fucking minutes. Woo, woo,
1: woo! Come on, pilgrim! You got to come bigger, come home.
0: That's right. That's right. Also has a song called "The Holiday Song." So oh god. So it all is coming up. Discussing tonight.
1: I, (laughs) I, I feel like I am just, I am steering this toward a, a Weezer
0: retrospective episode like we
1: did for (laughs) tom petty um and i don't think weezer deserves that but um Mm -mm. i will say we're almost ending uh my my path of weezer uh uh, fandom because maladroit came out after that like a year later and
0: i don't recognize a single song from Malodroy. So
1: keep fishing was on there. That's the one with the the Muppets.
0: Dope nose was dope nose the single. Dope nose is the a what? single. Oh,
1: that's uh, not good. With the that's not uh, a good song. Uh, cheese smells so good on a burnt piece of lamb. Other F word F A G of the <laughs> year. Who could be up your man? Is a is a lot. Li- are two lines in that song. Um, I still love this album. I think it's got I, I think it's closer to El Scorcho or uh, closer to Pinkerton than See, than the green album was.
0: He can't do anything without saying El Scorcho. Well, we're talking
1: about Weezer. Come on. <laughs> what if I what if, Oh, oh because this is
0: definitely the only time El Scorcho hey, ever hey, comes speaking up.
1: Speaking of that speaking of that, we were looking for a way to to get to Mr. Show, it's like that skit where David Cross is uh, like sneaks his weed into a shampoo bottle, going across the <laughs> from, <laughs> from from Ant-Man. You Can't shampoo a shampooer. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, yeah, El Scorcho. Yeah, no, I have my El Scorcho. No, yeah, I'm going to El Scorcho. <laughs> I t- we I took a balloon up my ass over to Amsterdam. <laughs> <laughs> so Maladroit was okay, but for me, and I think for a lot of people, Make Believe, which came out in 2005, I think. Was the beginning of the end That was the album with the lead single Was Beverly Hills Oh god you talk about As much as I hated
0: fucking Hashpipe It was Idiot win compared to Ooh, Beverly Hills
1: <laughs> <laughs> Beverly Hills is
0: a bad song I Just want to point out Sean That as I'm going through Spotify here To just kind of refresh look it up, Over some of this stuff yeah. um, The Spotify version of What's the name of this stupid record? Make Believe. Make Believe uh, is the first track is Beverly Hills, mm-hmm. the Radio Disney edit.
1: Oh, no. <laughs> I don't even know what could...
0: Did they say the other F word in that somewhere, <laughs> I
1: They probably talk about drugs, or, or they say the word sex or something like that. I mean, Hugh Hefner was in the <laughs> damn video, so who knows?
0: Well, this definitely made Kids Bop because oh. whenever oh, I yeah, think of the sure. song, it is from the Kids Bop. Um, so, what is the, the Red Album? Just it looks infuriating.
1: Um, so that's the Red Album is the first album I did not buy. But before we move to that, the only other thing I have to say about Make Believe, well, the only two other things I have to say about Make Believe is their second track, "Perfect Situation," had a video with uh alicia cuthbert in it from 24 and the girl next door and it it makes
0: you our venn diagram does not overlap on this one it
1: made me hate her that's how bad it was wow wow um also there uh they had a song on there called uh we are all on drugs and we
0: are, I know that for some reason
1: it, it's, per, it's probably because I have sent you the Pitchfork uh, Review of this album Where it specifically says More cardboard of an anti An anti-drug message more cardboard Than Nancy Reagan's Like And I think there's another band that made hash pipe. (laughs) That's not anti-drug record. I want to smoke some hash after listening to that, but it's either that song or another on the record um, that it has the same tune as the diarrhea song. If you know what I'm talking about, Cha-cha-cha? Not that word, one, but... the
0: sliding into third.
1: Yeah, when you're climbing up a ladder and you feel oh, something's ladder, God. diarrhea. Hang on, you just
0: keep talking, I'm gonna find
1: that. It is, it, it's like a driving bass, but it's like... And it's, like, that's all, that's all I can hear. So the Red Album. The Red Album is the first one that I did not by and I don't think I can name I think that record had a video that like combined all of the um all of the like it it was the same era where I think it came out in 2008 and it was the same era where like um YouTube videos were first going viral so like at the same time when like uh on Day, who follows us on Twitter by the way um (laughs) God bless
0: him. when he. God bless him and his work. When, he, when
1: that album cover for the Red album is
0: atrocious. What is it's it? Embarrassing. It's the same as you know the others. So it's just the band. Um oh, the one it's of them's the- wearing a fedora and a crew neck. The others got on a sweater and a tie. It's the one where um, Rivers
1: has that fucking mustache.
0: Rivers has a mustache and a cowboy hat, and then the other guy is wearing a lightning bolt T-shirt and uh, just looks like every roadie. That ever existed
1: Weezer is on is, is By the way um, I, I think since Make believe, No since Maladroit uh, On their third bass player Because uh, Mikey Welsh Died of a heroin overdose In between The Green Album and Maladroit Not to bring us we're down We're all
0: on drugs after all
1: Yeah fucking for real He also predicted his death on Twitter
0: did he kick, click on one of those links that said Look here and see the day you'll die It was
1: it was d- fucking deathclock.org um, <laughs> But But yeah the, uh, I think it's Pork and Beans Is the one with that video That's definitely a song uh, That is the only song that I can name off of that record And I have not oh, yeah. li- One more than me buddy So th- I the thing is I feel like this is just going to be it's it's feast then famine on what I have to contribute about Weezer because I can I, I, I can tell you why they didn't record for 6 years I can tell you X Y and Z but I can't tell you anything about so, like their next 19 I'm hearing, though, records. What
0: you were off you were off of them fairly
1: early. Uh 2005, I think 2005 I mean, was for pretty, me. That's pretty, you know, that's just like what, you were with Kanye.
0: Records? Uh, okay. so <laughs> I bar- I barely made it to the end of fucking college <laughs> dropout
1: before I was off. No, team. for me, for me, it was uh for four, four uh, because okay, so blue album love Pinkerton love, green album holds a place in my heart and I can listen to it from beginning to end because I have no attention span and it's only twenty eight minutes long. Uh, <laughs> Maladroy I will still stand up and tell you that I like that record.
0: I mean, and a lot of those things for you especially. Um, I heard so much for the Afterglow the other day, which we've talked about ad nauseum somehow yeah. on, across all of our podcasts. Yeah, that is a record that I can still listen to from beginning to end, and I know it's dog shit. Oh, I know it. That's
1: that's where but I, I am. love it. Yeah, that's where I am. Love it. Yeah,
0: just love it. Like I don't, you know, I was. <laughs> I remember vividly, you know, I didn't follow up with Everclear after that. This a song, um, but I didn't Susan. hate him. Yeah, I, I wasn't mad at him, um, you know. But then we both watched that video for Hater, and we <laughs> knew in that moment that we would never, ever, ever again like anything Everclear ever does. Oh man! I, so the beginning. Talk to me about this record that I've never once even heard of called
1: Ratitude. Oh, honey. I what is this uh is that no I was about to ask so every <laughs> every Weezer oh fuck I'm looking at this on Wikipedia right now I was <laughs> I, every I was about to say what I say about every Weezer album that I don't immediately recognize and that is is that the one with the fat guy from uh lost on no no <laughs> no, 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 and that's early <laughs> um ah uh, Ratitude, so this is an honest to god studio album By Weezer It's what it looks like to me There's even a deluxe version of it Okay you know what Wikipedia's critical reception Uh Starts off a, a little too kind The album has received mixed Reviews from critics This is a uh, part of a sentence That is To the left Of a table of aggregate scores metacritic 57 (laughs) AbsolutePunk.net 64 all music three and a half stars alternative press three stars oh oh, of course entertainment weekly gave it a b plus fuck your (laughs) fucking self ew a magazine by the way that matt creel still subscribes to a magazine he's the best he's the best Lifetime subscriber.
0: All right, so let me. We don't. We don't have a lot on Hurley. We don't have a lot on everything. The first time that I remember hearing people like ready to burn the boat after abandoning the ship was everything will be all right in the end. People just did not have any use for that. I
1: think that uh, actually. I think I'm. Is that? I think that has a song like back. Back to the shack. Yeah, so so uh, I remember seeing that uh, Weezer uh, first first single uh, from new Weezer album apologizes for being shitty, and I listened to that <laughs> and I'm like, this is this is wh- how you've been shitty. This is the kind of music that you've made for the past ten years, twenty, fifteen, whatever years. That's that is shitty, and you're just. So- it also
0: sounds like I love rock and roll, and
1: you're just uh- yes, it does, and you're just apologizing <laughs> it. You're just apologizing to the tune of it. So, how does this like that's like that's like me stealing your wallet and then saying I'm really sorry while I'm taking all all of the cash out of it and giving it back to you? I bought
0: so much stuff out of your your, wallet with that money you gave me. Like, what Um, the fuck? So, what is the hubris of this bunch to make a white album? (laughs) Um, What is that? Well, I guess it... They also spell girls in L.A. Girls with a Z, so...
1: Uh, I mean, they had their blue album, they had their green album, they had their red album, and they had their white album. So, I don't know who makes those decisions, because technically, the four color albums are all self-titled albums. They're just called Weezer. Yeah.
0: Yes, I get it. I get it. I get it. Um, But even if people are starting to They don't have a white one If you have a Weezer If you make a record that you want to call Weezer Because that's your thing I get it Purple. The ICP had had, uh, their Joker card So I mean everybody has their gimmicks Um, Yeah There's a lot of other
1: colors out there We got some pretty good colors out there don't we (laughs) Make a blue record again yeah. Make
0: another one of those. People really liked it.
1: Also, was it was it Led Zeppelin that just did one, two, three, four? Like, yes. Like i I would rather I would rather uh, uh, rip off Led Zeppelin than I would rip rip off the Beatles.
0: Pacific Daydream happens in 2017
1: with the open. Oh God, listen. What no, the fuck hey, is hey, happening? Hey, hey, Matt, Matt, here? Matt. This album. Released October 27, 2017 Unless I fell into a time hole here Happened while I was living in Montgomery, Alabama That that record Was released 15 days before you and Creel visited me for Veterans Day <laughs> oh, And we wow. watched the Mississippi lost. State Alabama Do
0: you know how many bets I would have lost If somebody said that Weezer had a record out in 2017? <laughs> So that gets us to the big, the big letdown. They're also going to be here in a couple weeks. Shawnee. come on over. Um, I mean, I'll come over. They're here. Well, no, actually, while I'm while I'm kind of joking about this, I'm looking at it. They're here with the Pixies and sleigh bells.
1: Where so, are they playing with the Pixies? The uh, the big amphitheater is that the uh, oh oh okay yeah it's like it's
0: where you saw um, <laughs> it's where you saw Talib <laughs> yeah yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> I enjoyed that I do
0: like the song title Mexican Fender That makes me happy
1: Fender? Um, F-E-N-D-E-R Yes, yeah,
0: it's, it's about a specific guitar I would assume Got it. But I guess probably because it's Rivers Cuomo It's about a Japanese girl who has a car wreck in Mexico <laughs> <laughs> And that gets me to the big Me gotcha Mm-mm. The old, the big killer here hanging I did it again? This damn cover Of Toto's Africa Oh yeah I get it I get it I am I am a person who loves I love that song When a band throws a cover In a set That you don't see coming I love that song I love it Quite frankly I think that's the only place Cover songs belong Yeah sure Other than in a cover band mm-hmm. That's where they belong I don't really get all hyped up for or them. in the Marky Mark you know. movie Rockstar. Absolutely. But this thing is terrible. It is a good song done so poorly that it is
1: infuriating. What hurts me is that it's 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 a faithful cover like it's exact yes. it's exactly like the song and it's done poorly like if you yes. like if you decide to experiment with uh If
0: you want to do Weezer's version of Toto's Africa that is a place that can that can be interesting Yeah, for sure. Weezer just doing a chord for chord remake. That's all it is. Of Toto's Africa belong you know where the song belongs. It belongs in the second spot, in the
1: ash heap of history, after the
0: encore. <laughs> right after the encore, right. So the Weezer show happens. Here's the big encore. They come out and they hit you in the face with stupid hash pipe. Right? They just played hash <sighs> pipe. Everybody's fucking losing their mind, and everybody thinks, pipe. "Oh man, it's the it's the end of the show." And here they come with this stone-cold groove. And everybody's like, oh shit, are they playing Toto's Africa? Mm -hmm. Hell to the yeah! I'm going to grab me a pretty lady and we're going to dance a little bit. And then they close this bitch out with fucking Buddy Holly and everybody goes home happy. This has no place in in society. (laughs) You can't let this song out, is my point.
1: I don't uh, don't disagree. Um, Especially because... Along with the outfield's "Your Love," I think uh, "Africa" by Toto is one of the best written songs lyrically of the '80s. And and let's and pop songs, pop songs, pop songs, pop songs, pop songs, pop pop songs, pop songs. Like let's let's put Bob Dylan over here. Let's put you know everything else over here. Well,
0: this is probably a better song than anything Dylan wrote in the eighties. <laughs>
1: and I'm gonna put Romeo it's and Juliet by Dire Straits heart.
0: here. <laughs> Notwithstanding.
1: <laughs> I'm gonna put Romeo and Juliet by Dire Straits also in the t- in the top three.
0: It is a very good pop song, and it is a very it is an accomplishment that anyone could use Kilimanjaro. In a song mm-hmm. and have it fit the meter. Rise, rises is like
1: Olympus head. above the Serengeti. Come on, Ugh, it's gonna it take like a lot to drag me, me away from you. <laughs> it's nothing that a hundred men or more could ever do. You know, do. in
0: in saying that, I think I think that Smashing Pumpkins is probably my Weezer.
1: No, you stuck with you stuck with them way longer, and I'm yeah, I'm, I'm saying, not saying I'm that's saying wrong.
0: Who, I'm saying that they. I'm saying that ultimately disappointed
1: me. Oh yeah, um, for sure. Well, they disappointed it all took, of us. But
0: though. it took a long way. It took. Yeah. It, I got all the way through, Machina, and Machina Two, for that matter. Um,
1: yeah.
0: I'm not saying before I was, but getting criminally
1: disappointed. Getting through it. Machina is in.
0: No, it wasn't hard.
1: <laughs> yeah, it wasn't hard. like just—I mean, um, just because like, I like—I think I'm probably in the minority that I didn't—that I hated Machina.
0: You're a monster.
1: But oh Get man, I—I I got way into what's the album with Avador and Apples and Oranges and, Ador, and yeah. Crestfallen, well, Ava, yeah, and fucking—is oh. is it Tear or Tear? Um, don't know, Sean. Oh my I god, no. I was listening to that. I, <laughs> man, dude. Oof. Oof, that song oof, came I mean, on. You, that song came on as I, I was am, driving back from my uncle's funeral, and I goddamn fucking oh, lost I it. I'd
0: have got out of the car. It, oh <laughs> I just my got god, out of the car, dude. Oh god. No. I
1: saw um, you. There. Yeah, there, that was.
0: Oh I, my god. I'm a guy who Jesus. buys a lot of vinyl. Um, recently moved, and no shit, the heaviest, most difficult thing to move were those damn records mm-hmm. yeah um and I you know I don't get into that whole oh man this is how music is I don't you know I, I understand that most people who don't give a shit. yeah um, they just want to hear the song and that's I'm not I'm not here uh stumping for vinyl but I will tell you that goddamn record on vinyl is incredible I don't know what it is. I don't know. It may be because this is the first Smashing Pumpkins record that I ever purchased, really, and I
1: purchased it on a cassette. (laughs) Wait, Adora was on cassette? Yes. Wow, that must have been the last cassette ever
0: made. Jesus. It was just about, yeah, just about, yeah. Bought it on a cassette because I had a '77 Lincoln Continental and I had a tape deck. Oh shit! Hankins, why did I not know
1: you when you did? You have dreadlocks back then.
0: Mm-mm. Afro baby. Oh, Straight fro. Fuck. Straight fro with the fist picks. All of it. Working Man. full gimmick. Oh, yes. Man, yeah. Save some I'm ladies
1: for the back. rest of us, am I right?
0: Right. Am I right, guys? <laughs> um but yeah, it took them a long time to really drive a dagger through my heart. Um and even when they did, I was thinking I've been thinking about that record, the one that did it. I can't remember Zeitgeist was the name of it. Yeah. Um that was the one that I just couldn't.
1: But then Zeitgeist was, get it. came out the same time that they did. Uh, that Billy Corgan did Zwan. Uh, it was a little when he was, formed the, Zwan. Zeitgeist
0: was Zeitgeist was the first record after Zwan, right? Is that how that went?
1: Well, Zwan. I mean, I, I have no idea. I, I remember two thousand one. No two thousand. The fall of 2002, I was listening to whatever that Zwan song, I Believe.
0: I believe. Yeah.
1: A lot. I still
0: like that fucking record. I think it's great. I think that's a great record. I I, I still like that bassist. (laughs) Didn't we all? It's fucking weird. The thing about Zeitgeist is it's like the pumpkins are hiding it, too. Like, it's not on any of the streaming sites. Really? (laughs) Um, Yeah. That's weird. I don't know if there's some weird... It was out in 2007.
1: Oh, yeah. So that is very after Zwan.
0: Kind of to that Zwan record not long ago. Yeah, hell yeah. So four years. But Tarantula is on there. And I'm telling you right now, if Tarantula had been on Machina, it would have been the best record on there. And it would have probably changed everything on that damn ba- on that <laughs> for that band. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But yeah, sometimes your bands let you down, um, and it hurts, and it sucks, and it makes you rethink everything you thought you knew about music when your band really stabs you in the fucking eye. Mm. Well, somehow we've talked an hour about Weezer mostly, so that's an accomplishment. Um, If you loop this podcast together, it's longer than most of their records. (laughs) So we've done more today creatively. Than Weezer has ever done. Sean, say that stuff you like to say.
1: Oh man! Hey guys, thanks for listening. Uh, we're so happy you're here with us today. In your ear when you're at the gym or cooking food or driving in your car or killing your husband or whatever. And uh, you know, if you want to, uh, if you want to support us in a more personal way, uh, you can do that by becoming a Patreon of uh, uh, the entire Throw the Flag Network. That's uh, patreon.com. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com slash t-t-f. And you can listen to our entire host of podcasts at ttfnetwork.com. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter. And I think that's it. I really do. and um, yeah. Thanks for And if there's uh,
0: something you'd like to hear us discuss, tell just tell us shit. Yeah, really we'll about, uh, anything. at
1: TTFnetwork.com, uh, engage with us on Twitter. That's that's something that we really wanna wanna see more of. Uh, you know, we see like a a good bit of new listeners and everything like that, and God knows we don't do this this particular show enough. But God only knows um, we don't do you know show uh, <laughs> this is the beach. We we wanna we wanna have people uh, engage with us more on Twitter and uh, whatever you tell us to talk about, we're probably gonna talk about. We'll fucking talk about.
0: We got all sorts of superpowers. Sean clearly has a superpower in recollecting Weezer's discography. He knows a lot about politics and uh, d- uh, stuff on Netflix. I know about wrestling. We all have opinions,
1: and and, they're and better music than Sean usually fun <laughs> because. Uh, <laughs> Hankins is probably gonna say something really shitty and inappropriate, and at any time mm-hmm. this podcast could mm-hmm. end. This entire dream could end. Get all fall down around us. You wanna be on the ground floor? You wanna say you were there <laughs>
0: that the night the line was crossed.
1: And it can happen at any time. Were you there when the Ladies shit went down?
0: Go ahead. Thank you so much for joining us. This has been a Vast discussion.